the Habitual Offender Podcast. If you're not pissed off, you're not paying attention. So there's more than a few things happening in the world all at the exact same time. From one website, U.S. airlines warn of catastrophic disruption to global supply chain when new 5G service is deployed. So, that sounds bad. U.S. airlines and cargo carriers on Monday warned the new 5G service could ground flights, potentially stranding thousands of Americans overseas, and delaying the delivery of key goods. It sounds like that's a bug in the system, right? Oh, crap. We didn't think about that. But what if that's the intention? What if, just, you know, play along, what if the intent is to stop international distribution of goods? What if the intention is to stop the airline industry from flying planes? Would go a long way to helping manage, quote-unquote, scare quotes, the climate crisis that the people who want this to happen insist exists. So, we'll see what happens with that. In Canada and in the U.S., apparently the mandate, mandate, whatever, has been put into place that Canadian drivers have to be jabbed across the border into the U.S., and Handy Joe is going to, or did, or will, whatever, establish a, create a mandate that U.S. truckers have to be jabbed to go into Canada. And a lot of truckers are saying, fuck you. So, obviously, with fewer truckers, and therefore fewer trucks, carrying fewer goods in and out of various two countries, what do you think that's going to do to the cost of those goods, particularly lumber? We saw that in the summertime. Lumber prices were obscene. But what about your cheese curds and your maple syrup? What about hockey pucks? I don't know what the fuck they make in Canada. I don't know what we send to Canada, but it's going to get more expensive and harder to find. Is it possible that two government leaders on the same continent were in cahoots to force this issue to make everyone mad at the truckers because they don't have the shit I want and make the truckers get jabbed? Why, that's almost obscene. Who would consider such a thing? There's no such thing as a conspiracy that large. Can you imagine how big a conspiracy would have to be to make the entire world believe that it was true? Come on. That could never happen. 
Uh, in Canada, grocery store closures loom amid labor and product shortages. Hey, look at that. Grocery stores are struggling with rising labor and product shortages, shortages that could threaten Canada's food security. Well, good thing you're going into summertime, I suppose. Does Canada have summertime? Employee absenteeism due to workers calling in sick has hit about 30% of the stores in some areas and it continues to rise. So we have those issues. We have the still quarantining for the flu. They're calling it Omicron. Whatever they're going to have next is going to be the same thing. Friend of mine sent me uh, a picture of some COVID tests from, you know, tennis balls and string cheese and amazingly they tested positive. No kidding. Yes, it's possible that they were faked. It's possible that that's not true at all. It's possible that that president in Alaska, in Africa, I forgot what country it was, who tested goats and that papaya-looking fruit, it's possible that it was all rigged. It's also possible that it's a big fucking scam. So I'm just browsing through some of the various channels I follow on Telegram looking for more interesting bits. And there's a lot of it out there. There's just, there's, it's all being orchestrated. We've, we've got uh, Davos is going on right now. Klaus Schwab and his uh, World Economic Forum Economic Summit and uh, it opened last year and this year with the opening speech from Zhao Jinping, the chairman of the Communist People's Republic of China, whatever, the Communist Chinese Communist Party. There we go. And we shouldn't be at all surprised that all of this is going exactly to Klaus's plan. So who the fuck elected him, and why is everyone kowtowing and bowing to him. So here's something from The Atlantic, oh please. Politicians have declared war on the unvaccinated. <laughs> so are you catching the drift of what's going on? It's hard to miss war. The people who are clean are the enemy. It is as if never again came too soon. And it's, I wasn't alive in that period of time, but I've read some stuff and it's not really hard to understand how could one person cause an entire country to hate one group of people? Well, take a look around, boys and girls. Because it's happening, except it's happening on a global scale. In Germany, of all places, they're segregating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. <laughs> Holy fuck! Did you fucking cunts learn anything? No, no, we did nine. Nine, nine, nine. On the upside, Britain appears to be suspending, terminating, ending, terminating is a bad word, uh, all of its mandates, which is good. So. 
We can only hope that reasonable countries, and of course exclude the U.S. from that, will follow suit in some order of timeliness or lack thereof. So that is a positive thing. What remains to be seen is what will they... You know, politicians have a funny way with words and twisting them to say one thing and mean absolutely nothing. So they're doing away with it, but what comes in its stead? The positive news is that the bad plan is ending, but I don't trust any politician enough to think that that means there won't be something to replace it. So it just matters to see what that's going to be. Oh, and then this is interesting. The Israeli vaccine chief says, we have made mistakes. No shit. Uh, so that was good. That's an important thing to, to, to go find, and you probably won't find it on YouTube. Go to probably BitChute. You'll find something about that. Um, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal that somebody in a position of authority and who made the decision to lock down and jab and mask millions of people says, oops, we fucked up. That's good. Don't expect any such thing from Dr. Frouchy, who can... Well, if you want some entertaining television, go watch the any of them. But the last uh, hearing with him and uh, Rand Paul, Rand, comes, he could have asked some other questions, but he, he, he gets them. He asked him a simple question. You've been in charge of this shit for two fucking years, and nothing has gotten better in two years, so what the fuck are you doing? Now, that's a paraphrase, but it's close. If you're supposed to be so good, why is everything so bad? Good question. All right, there's a lot going on, and I just want you to be aware of some of those things, and mostly to find ways to pay attention. And that means so you can be pissed off. But quite frankly, we need to be pissed off. I don't know if you've seen that in the People's Republic of Oregonia, uh, the little shrew, bisexual, uh, out and about bisexual, very proud of that, uh, mayor governor wants to make mask mandates permanent because the whole rest of the world doesn't know fuck all, but this little twit knows what's going on, right? So the first question is, who the fuck is paying her to say that and do that? There's cash coming from someplace, and I don't know what that cash, where it's coming from, but I'm sure it's happening, because nobody, nobody's that stupid on purpose. You get to be paid to be that stupid and that evil, and evil's what it is. And the little fat fuck who runs the health agency there in Oregon, who only looks slightly healthier than the Belgian health minister, who looks quite as unhealthy as you can fucking look. Gossip Bloob and uh, Veronica Salt. No, that's Veronica Salt. Veronica, the blueberry girl, put together. Uh, she doesn't look well. So, there's evil afoot. And motherfuckers voted for them. Because, you know, vote for the lesser of two evils is somehow not evil. Shit. So, anyway, nothing groundbreaking today, but 
and remain pissed off. This is the Habitual Offender Podcast. If you're not pissed off, open your fucking eyes! Next episode comes out as soon as I make it.